you for listening to Temporary Circumstances. I'm your host, Alina Sowers, a licensed professional counselor in Ohio. And I'm your co-host, Cora Mayfield, also a licensed professional counselor in Ohio. In this podcast, we will discuss many uncommon topics on all matters mental health. The views and opinions expressed here do not reflect the agencies that we work for. This is a little bonus episode to introduce some of the things that we're going to do with season two. We're really excited for some of the different things that we're doing and that we have planned. This season, we're going to talk about lots of interventions that we use in therapy. Some of those include CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy that you've probably heard of, DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy. We're going to talk about EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, and a few other things that are really important. But this season, something really special is that we're going to do a series on expressive arts therapy. Expressive arts therapy can be used in lots of different settings for lots of different reasons, but we have a lot of really cool guests talking about some really interesting things, and we're really excited and want to tell you a little bit more about it before we go into that part of the series. Yeah, absolutely. So like Cora said, we're super excited for this. We're really excited to have some new and some old guests on the show. We're going to start off with expressive arts therapy. Um, So expressive arts therapy is the practice of using all kinds of different things, really, but they include things like storytelling, dance, music, drama, uh, movement, really of any kind, visual arts altogether. And all of these things are used to bring forth healing. Um, So they are combined with psychology. So essentially, we combine psychology and the creative process to promote that emotional growth and healing. Expressive arts isn't really something that's new. It's not a newfangled thing that we're just adding into therapy. It's been used throughout history for people to express things that they didn't have the words for. So the little mini series that we're going to have on expressive arts therapy is going to have a sponsor this year. It's going to be brought to you by Therapist to Therapist. It's a resource for mental health professionals to share ideas. And we have Megan, the founder of Therapist to Therapist, with us today. So Megan, if you want to introduce yourself. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So I'm Megan. I'm an intern therapist in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm at a place called Art It Out, where we do art therapy with kids and adolescents. Um, I'm also at a private practice working with adults one day a week. Um, This is my last year of grad school and hopefully by next summer I'll be licensed and ready to see people on my own. Very cool. Thank you for sharing. And can you tell us a little bit more about your resource that I know you developed it for mental health professionals so that they can share ideas, but tell us a little bit more about Therapist to Therapist. Yeah. um, So it's a platform that's an online marketplace where people can sign up to buy or sell um, resources. So basically, I was in several Facebook groups where people were looking for all kinds of worksheets or didn't want to purchase an entire workbook or needed some curriculum for running a group. And it seemed like there was no centralized place for anybody to find that. So Therapist to Therapist is the platform for that. It's kind of an all-in-one. You can sell or you can just buy things. Um, You don't have to have a membership to do any of that. You just can sign up and you can set up your own shop and sell at the prices that you choose. I think that can be really helpful for therapists when you have just one client that you need something specific for and you just need to find an idea to help them. 
Yeah, I think as an intern, that really struck me, especially because every time I need a resource, I can't afford to just go on Amazon and buy the whole workbook that I want to buy, but I can go try to find these individual sheets or, you know, three to four pages with some information and activity to do with a client or a different way to process. Um, And then when I realized other people in the field were looking for something similar, I thought, I think I can do this. Yeah, absolutely. So what makes your platform different from others? So yeah, what makes Therapist the Therapist different from other platforms is there's no membership. Um, You can just sign up for a one-off worksheet if you want, and there's no listing fees for the vendors. The only thing that Therapist the Therapist takes when you do sign up to sell is a small commission. Um, That commission is also different from the other platforms that are out there right now because our price is really competitive. Um, It is the lowest commission on the market right now. Thank you so much. So let's talk a little bit more about expressive arts therapy and what that looks like and how it can help clients. So there is some expressive arts research out there. Do you want to share a little bit more about that? We have seen a lot of research and a lot of studies that are recent, but this is stuff that goes back, like I said, years and years. One recent article in 2017 by Shella says that art therapy improves mood and reduces pain and anxiety when offered at the bedside during acute hospital treatment. In 2010, an article published in the American Journal of Public Health found that movement-based creative expression can be a really helpful healing tool as well. Specifically, they looked at Tai Chi, which is something derived from martial arts, if you're not familiar. Um, And Tai Chi has been gaining popularity in reducing both falls in older adults and in improving their health status. Another thing they looked at is expressive writing. Um, And studies do show improvements in anger, um, improvements in depressed mood, and the level of pain among chronic illness patients. This was a study done by Graham in 2008. So some other benefits of expressive writing that Pennebaker and Smith found in their book, Opening Up by Writing It Down, um, is that the main benefit actually of expressive writing is reducing long-term stress, which can in the long run help boost immune function, which is part of the reason that it helps with chronic illness patients. The main goal of expressive writing is to help people kind of write down their own thoughts so that they can find meaning in an event or even in life itself. Pennebaker and Smith also mentioned that there are studies that show that merely expressing an emotion isn't helpful until after the emotion has been identified and named and has helped make sense of an experience. Other studies found that individuals who have written about their own traumatic experiences exhibit statistically significant improvements in various measures of physical health, reductions in visits to physicians, and better immune system functioning. Yeah, I think there's really a lot of value to expressive writing and and really many other expressive arts as well. But expressive writing in particular is something that a lot of therapists use. Um, And there's a variety of different techniques and things that we can do with that, but it it does tend to be hugely helpful for clients. We're going to be talking a lot about all different kinds of expressive arts this season, but one of the reasons we invited Megan on for this podcast is so that she can tell us a little bit about her experience clinically with using expressive arts. Yeah, so a lot of what we do over at Art It Out is some play therapy, but mostly art therapy, where we use 
art materials essentially to help kids regulate their emotions. My favorite one that we've done is called fire art. And what you do with fire art is you have a piece of glass from say a picture frame and you pour some alcohol inks on there, maybe three or four different colors. And then you pour on top of it some just isopropyl alcohol like from CVS and you light it on fire. First of all, kids love it. It holds their attention and they're able to actually focus on the activity that you're doing. And then you can use it for a lot of things. Uh, We've used it for probably mostly anger and anxiety. Essentially, it helps to explain how you can watch the fire go down and the fire is like our emotions. And sometimes it takes longer for the flames to go out. Or sometimes we think that the flame has gone out and then it comes back for a second. Um, But in the meantime, what can we do to calm ourselves down? So usually when we're doing fire art, we will have the kids do some progressive muscle relaxation or take deep breaths or count to 10 several times until the fire is out. And then afterwards, the kids have this cool piece of art to take home to remind them of what we did and to remind them to use their coping skills, like counting to 10 when they're feeling upset or knowing that like the fire will go out even if they're feeling really anxious. Um, So to me, it's just a really cool way to engage that right side of your brain. And a lot of what we do can be used with adults too, just in a little bit more of a grown up way, as we might say to the kids. And it's just it's so different from regular talk therapy and it engages them in a different way. And I think that's really helpful. I really love that. I love what you guys are doing, where you work. So thank you so much for sharing that. And also I appreciate you bringing up adults as well, because I think a lot of times when we think of expressive arts in general, we tend to think of kids and that it would be most helpful for kids. But actually there's a lot of, uh, not a lot, but actually there's a decent amount of research that shows that expressive arts are really helpful for adults as well. So it's not something that's for kids only. I I think just about anyone can use it. Yeah. And I think that's something that most people don't know or don't think about because we're so used to traditional talk therapy. And so to bring an element of expressive arts therapy into traditional talk therapy sessions can be really impactful for the client. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's about it for today. So thank you, Megan, for joining us. And thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So season two starts tomorrow with all kinds of cool content about interventions and expressive arts therapy. We hope that everybody gives us a listen this season. Thanks for listening to Temporary Circumstances. Find us on Instagram and leave us a review wherever you found us. 